world, this is the Fanatic Podcast. I'm Parker Gerlecki, a.k.a. the Fanatic, and with me as always is my broadcast partner, Dad, a.k.a. Ryan Gerlecki. I've got a passion for all things sports. So, on the Fan and Fanatic Podcast, we'll talk to anyone and everyone from all over the world of sports who will sit still long enough to answer my questions. That's right. Now, as a result of complications from severe brain damage at birth, unfortunately, Parker will never be able to physically play sports. But that cannot and has never stopped him from loving everything about sports and dreaming of a career in broadcasting. So each of our guests graciously gives of their time on this podcast to invest in Parker's dream and to help him be part of the sports world he loves so dearly. Now, let's play ball! Welcome back, Fanatic Addicts, to the Fan and Fanatic Podcast, the number one place for your bi-weekly sports fix. I would like to introduce you to the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Tate Shansky. Okay, Tate, tell everyone who you are and where you're from and your connection to the world of sports. Okay. Um, well, my name is Tate Shansky, and I'm um, originally from a small town in Michigan, called Perry, Michigan, um, where I grew up, uh, my, my, my dad was the, the high, the local high school, their head football coach. So I grew up around football my whole life. I was, you know, I was a, the ball boy on the team ever since first grade. Um, I did that all the way up until, uh, high school where I wasn't allowed to play tackle football until ninth grade. So I actually was the ball boy all the way through eighth grade. Um, and then I played for my dad in high school and um, then was uh, fortunate enough to uh, end up going to the University of Michigan and, and playing football for Michigan. So where did you go to high school? It was called Perry High School. A small, <laughs> a small uh, school of, at the time, only about 600 kids. We, we have a Perry, Georgia that sounds to be about the same. Yeah. Well, I know there's a there's a Perry, Ohio too. That's about the same, about that same and size. A, there's a Perry, so Florida too. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder yeah, but, if that's uh, about the same size. So I'm going to add on to your Michigan lineage. So you you, yeah. me, you remember? So how we met? Like in uh, I'll I'll fill in the listeners if you don't mind, or actually yep, you do it, and then I'll and then I'll chime in with my thing. Well, we 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 met um, down in uh, Tybee Island. Uh, we were down, I believe, I, I don't know if it was your guys' spring break, but it was our spring break. Um, so we were down with a group of friends, um, you know, visiting Tybee Island. We have, uh, my wife's cousin lives uh, in Tybee. So we had visited her before. Uh, she actually lives in Savannah, which is what, like 15 minutes from Tybee, something? Yep. So we had visited her and then um, made a plan to come down there and go to Tybee. Um, cause we, we, we really liked that place. And, um, so we were down there and I don't know what night it was, maybe the second night we were there th- where we were at, uh, park, you probably remember the name of the restaurant, but we were at the I restaurant. We were Coco's, waiting. I'm not sure. No, Stingrays, wasn't Stingrays, it? Yeah. Stingrays. Yeah. yeah. Stingrays. So we were waiting, uh, you know, waiting to get in and then, cause we have a big group. So we finally got all in. And I can't believe, if I remember, you guys were getting done and leaving, right? And we were kind of still sitting there. 
But I, I, think so. I really, I don't remember how we initially started talking. We, we, we started talking about sports and then, um, you, you started throwing your facts out and everybody's mind was blown. And then, <laughs> then it went from there. <laughs> but we're not, we want to talk about the miracle at Michigan again, if you know what I mean. <laughs> or as I like to call it, the butt fumble. No, no, no. The, the, the trouble with the snap game. We're, oh, we won't talk don't. about that again. Yeah, please don't bring that up. That was That's a painful <laughs> memory for all Michigan anyway, fans. Anyway, so you got to meet all my family. And it just so happens that ever since then, my brother has become somewhat fascinated with the bat, the the 1980s Pistons, or more professionally known as the Bad Boys. Yes. And for Christmas last year, so like the year that Georgia got that the year that TCU got their butts kicked by Georgia, that the Christmas before that, so Christmas 2022, you got a Bill Lambeer jersey. So okay. Ever since then, he's. Yeah, yep. he's a Bill. Lam- he he's a he's been a Bill Lambeer fan ever Bill, since. Bill Lambeer was if 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 you were a Pistons fan, everybody loved you. If you were a fan of any other team in the whole league, everybody <laughs> hated your guts. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, what position did you play in um, high school? In, in, in high school, I played uh, running back and cornerback. So what we about were college. In oh, college, go ahead, I finish. Oh, so, I was just so gonna say, you were saying in, in high school. In, yep, in high school, being that it was a, a pretty small high school, like our guys, we we like literally played the whole game. We played both ways and played on all the special teams, and um, it wasn't like your big, you know, three thousand uh, person high school where you know they platoon and have offense and defense and stuff. So I played both ways, and then when I went to Michigan, I actually went as a running back. Um, and then after a couple years, I, I had a talk with our, our head coach at the time who was, uh, Lloyd Carr. And we, we thought that, um, it might, you know, make a lot of sense for the, for not only the team, but for myself to move to safety. So I played, um, both strong and free safety the last half of my time there. And then I, I played on all the special teams too. So did you grow up, a, did you grow up a Michigan fan? Or is that, or is I it just did. by sheer? Co- so you was Jim Brandstatter the announcer at the time, or was he a little after your childhood? Um, Jim Brandstatter would have been. I, I started listening to him. Yeah, when I was little, he did it forever. I think he, I think he announced games for like thirty years or something like that. And then Dan Deerdorf was the color guy, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Deerdorf was um, recently. Um, yeah. Before Deerdorf, I think it was. Uh, uh, Frank Beckman, if I if I if I'm not mistaken, and then he retired a few years ago, probably I don't know six eight years ago, and then that's when Dan Deerdorf took his spot. Do you know a man by the name of Mister Carl Grapentine? I, I I don't. That doesn't ring a bell. He's the radio announcer. I mean, not the radio. The, the he's the voice of Michigan Stadium, ladies yep. and gentlemen. Presenting the Michigan Marching Band. Band, take the field. You know what? You sound you sound just like him. And I never knew I never knew that was his name. So maybe I'm a bad <laughs> Michigan fan. Yeah, there was a video on YouTube where like so that like, it was like the healing grape. If if you. 
like if you know like where he where he you know like have you ever have you have you ever seen the helium balloon gag where you suck into a balloon made of helium yeah. and then your voice gets all you know yep. so yeah they did that experiment <laughs> okay <laughs> so favorite tradition at Michigan ooh ooh my favorite tradition at Michigan yes um geez there's 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 a couple of them. Um, one, obviously, uh, running out of the tunnel and touching the banner. Mm-hmm. I believe um, it says Go Blue and Club supports you. Is that right? That's exactly right. Yep. Um, so that's one of them. Um, we would always uh, stay in a hotel the night before games and have team dinner. And then we'd watch a movie. And then uh, Coach Carr would talk to the team real quick and so that whole thing, but also when we'd go back to our, our room after the movie at night, before we went to bed, we always had um, a big chocolate chip cookie with um, hot chocolate by our bed. So that was that was one of my favorite traditions. Um, <laughs> and we also, another one I loved was our, our last day of, of two-a-days, um, Coach Carr would bring in, the our, our marching band would come to our practice and our football team would kind of like leave the field and we'd all get down on a knee, like on the sideline and our band would perform in front of uh, the football guys. And we loved it. They, they, the, the band loved it. The football players loved it. And we, we, we did that every year. Like all the guys look forward to it. That's cool. So being in the, so playing for a big 10 school, you obviously, you, you obviously are familiar with the Wisconsin Badgers, right? Yep. And their infamous jump around chant. And, oh, yeah. and by chant, I mean tradition. Did they have that back when you were playing? They they did. They did. did yeah, you get, it was. Did you get goosebumps seeing that? It's pretty cool. I'll say that. I know that yeah. I know that most people get like from what I've heard, you, you obviously know Clemson. You obviously have seen Clemson's intro, right? Or yep. as they call it, the most exciting 25 seconds in college football. I've heard that most people get chills from that. What's with I, the shaking of the what's with the dis what's with the shaking of the head in disbelief, father? Would there's, you- there's no way that tops Renegade coming out with Chief Osceola, flaming spear in the middle of the football field. Like yeah, I don't understand I, I would, I would running down a hill touching a rock. Yeah, I would say the the Florida State one is, is pretty awesome. Um I've always liked, uh, I think Virginia Tech is awesome. Interesting, man. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorites, how they, their football team, like their football building is separate from their stadium. So when they leave their locker room, then they're outside so they can hear the the fans like getting ready for them. Then they go through the tunnel. I mean, that's just awesome. What is your favorite stadium? Actually, here's a two-part question. Favorite stadium you've traveled to, like, for a road game and or neutral site game as a player? That's tough because um, I have two that I'm, like, torn between. Um, you know, growing up, the the Rose Bowl was always, you know, like the pinnacle, like making it to the, the Rose Bowl. Daddy, and then, the granddaddy of them all, that's as right. Brent Musburger would say. And And – when I was little, it just seemed like every year, because my family had watched the Rose Bowl every year, and it seemed like every year this, the weather was perfect, everything was perfect, and it happened the year that we played, it was just like that. I mean, everything was perfect. So it was kind of like, you know, a dream come true. But So it's either the Rose Bowl or um, I, 
I love playing at Ohio State just because mm-hmm. they they hated us so much. And it was literally, you know, there was there was the football team and and maybe I mean, they don't let hardly any Michigan fans in there. So it was the, the football team and maybe like 5,000 people, maybe like maybe 3,000 people. Um, so it'd be between one of those two. And what about your favorite stadium as a fan? The big, well, the big, I can't say the big house, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, other than the big house. Um, I'll tell you a, a stadium that was, that was absolutely beautiful. Um, because of the, the, the background, um, we played Colorado one year when I was playing mm-hmm. there and that was awesome. I really liked that a lot. What is the greatest sports moment of your career? Uh, greatest sports moment of my career. Um, well, it'd probably be, it'd probably be like split in half dual. It beating Ohio state the year that we won the national championship, uh, then also winning the Rose bowl that year. Who is your favorite? Two, oh, go ahead. Those are probably my two favorite. My, Um, my, my 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 best moments, I would say, probably. So beating Ohio, so being Ohio, beating Ohio State, and then winning winning the Rose Bowl. Yep. Okay, who's your and, favorite coach? Oh, go ahead. No, just in the same year, and then that that helped us. I mean, we we won the national championship that year, so it kind of was. Year? The, uh, it was the nineteen ninety seven season, so it would have been the nineteen ninety eight Rose Bowl. Who was your favorite coach or mentor and why? Um, well, I'd, I, would, I would say my dad because he coached me in high school and, and I was, you know, I was around, um, you know, being the ball boy and all that um, throughout. But I was lucky enough when I went to Michigan, um, Coach Carr is like, in my mind, he's the greatest coach that there's ever been. Um hmm. He's an amazing, amazing person, like a father figure to all, you know, all his players. You know, he cares more about you as a person than he does, you know, you know, what you can do for the team or, you know, how many touchdowns you can score for him. Um, so Coach Carr is, is definitely up there. And then also a, 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 a big influence on me was our strength and conditioning coach at Michigan. His name was uh, Mike Gittleson. So he was he kind of did it the opposite way. He was really really hard on you um but by the end of your four years you knew that he loved you <laughs> if that makes any sense <laughs> do you remember the like what you were feeling after you won that national championship game yeah kind of like a i wouldn't say a re- kind of a relief um mm-hmm. kind of more like you know is this really happening you know just being especially being a michigan fan my whole life and and like I said, watch, I watched football, Michigan football my whole life. And me and my dad and my brothers would always say, man, I just, because Michigan had so many good teams, um, but we'd always, we'd have one loss or we'd have, you know, two close losses. And then we'd end the season, you know, rank number four in the nation or rank number two in the nation. And we were always just like, man, Michigan, one of these years, Michigan's going to do it. They're going to win every game and they're going to win the national championship. And then do you, you wear know, your, just, Oh, go ahead. You no, it just happened. That I was lucky enough to, you know, be on the team when that happened. So it was, it was almost kind of like, um, kind of felt like you were dreaming a little bit, you know. Do you ever wear your championship ring? 
<laughs> I do, but not not very often. Can we see it or no? Yeah, um, B, go get it. Yeah, I'll show it to you. I'm, my son's gonna go grab it real quick. Okay. Yeah. So while we're while he's doing that, what's num- what is the number one on your bucket list of sporting events that you haven't attended yet? The Masters, by far. That, that that's like a dream of mine is. Playing the course, I, I don't know if I'd be able to do it because I'd, I'd probably be so nervous because that's like that's another sporting event that I've watched my whole life. But just I've always said, just I just want to be there and watch it one year. Yeah. You know, just go and watch it one year. I've had some of my um, um, high school buddies and a couple of my buddies from um, college that I played football with that are huge golf fans that they've been there and they've they've told me that. You know, as magical as it looks on TV, like in real life, it's even more, you know, it just blew their mind. So I, I would say the Masters, is that's pretty easy for me. Who do you so think is the... Ring. Oh, go ahead. I got, got my ring here. I don't know if you both see it very well. Can we... Where's the uh, camera, B? Oh. It's pretty nice. Nice, nice. Yep. So that's it says, obviously, nice. national champs on the front, and then on the side, it has... It says Rose Bowl, 12 and 0. Wow. And then on the other side, it says uh, the Michigan helmet and then Shansky, my name, and then my number, 42. That's awesome. So that's that's it right there. Who do you think is the GOAT in your sport, Mr. Shansky? The, in Ooh. football? Yeah. Tom Brady. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, no one can argue with that. <laughs> So what does he know I, I about actually, Brady, though? Is, What's that? So wait, 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 which can I add on to this? Is it yes. true? That, like ru- the rumor, ha- word on the street has has it that you and Tom were high were college teammates. Yes, we we were. We actually were not only teammates, but we were in the same grade. So we wow, we came in together, and and we were we were there for all five years together. Do you think you can get him on the show for us? Because I'm pretty sure that after, like after after that episode drops, the Tom Brady episode, if that interview happens, I think we're gonna skyrocket. Because my goal yep. well, of you this know podcast what? is is to get to the point where I'll be traveling the traveling the world, visiting all the the stadiums that made America great, and also yep. the the events that made American sports great: the Super Bowl, the yep. NBA Finals, the World Series, and then all all. You know, all of it, yeah. Well, if, if if anybody can do it, it's you, Parker. So I, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm thinking that you're going in the right direction. And 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 since you asked, I'll 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 reach out and see what I can do on that. All right. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you were talking about the uh, the 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 cookie and the chocolate milk. I knew, I knew we were going to get to Brady at some point. I was like, I bet he wouldn't eat the cookie and the chocolate milk now. That doesn't yeah. seem to be part of the program. Well, now now that he's now that he's maybe he's not. Yeah, yeah, he might be back to eating the cookie <laughs> and the chocolate milk now. <laughs> so, have you been to a Pistons game or two? I have. Yep. You obviously know who John Mason is, right? Yep. Another Deet- great announcer, huh? Yep. Detroit basketball. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was, uh, he made, I've got two favorite Pistons teams and one was obviously the bad boys. And then the <laughs> other one was, I call them the bad boys too, but the, uh, you know, Chauncey Billups and Rip right. Hamilton and. Oh yeah. Rip. 
Hamilton. <laughs> I love that team too. And then, then Tayshon. I love. I love listening to them getting announced. Tayshon Prince. I, I like that. It's time for the Prince. Tayshon yep, Prince. The 6-3-G, John Phillips. Yeah, that's the one. I was going to ask you if you remember Johnson. The big, the big, Ben. Sorry. The big, sorry. Wait, wait, what position was Ben Wallace? Well, he played kind of, I would say, center. He was from Virginia Union, right? I believe so. Ed Center from Virginia University, but 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 Ben Wallace. <laughs> you got it right down. Yeah, your future, <laughs> your your future might not be in podcasts. It might be in in announcing. Wow. Somebody, somebody here. Yep. Somebody hears you do some of this stuff, and like, man, imagine if you started your own your own things. You'd yep. be famous. All right. So, on this podcast, we are all sports fanatics. So the, so, the last question we ask, as a fan, what do you think is the all-time greatest moment in sports? Oof. Man. I, mate, well, there's... I think one of them, um, just because it was... It'd basically be, like, nowadays, it'd be, like, the NHL all-star team against college kids, I'd say one of them is the miracle on ice. You know, just because, yes. I mean, the, the the fact that that happened is still, I mean, this blows my mind. So wow. maybe, maybe, maybe that one. Um, bonus question for you. Did you watch any, of the, gotcha. did you watch any of the NBA draft? You know what? This year I, I, it's the least amount I watched of of the NBA draft in a long time. So but I Hawks, did see. The, oh, I, go I, ahead. I was paying attention to the Michigan guys when they got drafted. So, yeah. Yep. So the Hawks got Kobe Bufkin, which I'm uh, I'm kind of pessimistic about the pick. They're, they're like we could have gotten that guy from Villanova, but we had to draw. We had to draft a third team, all Big Ten. So, <laughs> so being a Michigan fan, can you give me like your opinion on um? Kobe Bufkin. Um, but my my opinion on him would be that I I think he's just like starting to hit a stride. Um, because even at Michigan, uh, you know, the year before last year, he was you know he was a role player. You know, he'd come in and and get his you know eight or nine minutes, and then the next year, you know, he went to uh, you know being you know kind of our basically our go to guy. Um. And he's still young, so I, I I think I think the future's bright for him. So don't don't give up hope on him too quick, there, Parker. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, Mr. Shansky. All right, fanatics. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Fan and Fanatic. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for all of your support. Don't forget to follow or subscribe, or whatever your podcast app says to do. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. For my broadcast partner, Ryan Grilecki, this is Parker Grilecki saying, Game, Set, Match!